0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to But That's Just My Opinion, the podcast hosted by me, Matt Lantrip, where I interview people about any opinion they have on any topic of their choice. Today, where we're going to begin sports month. We got Cody Moran, a friend of mine, here today talking about why he thinks LeBron James is the greatest of all time, the GOAT, as you will. This can be a kind of controversial topic in the world of the NBA. Because there are a lot of people who don't like him. I'm not the biggest fan. I think he's talented, as you'll hear. But I'm not I'm not his biggest fan. McCody is a big fan of his. Even though he's a Clippers fan. But he still likes LeBron a lot. So he goes into detail about comparing him to other people. And just kind of why he considers him the GOAT. Because it's his opinion. And that's what this podcast is all about. My opinion this week is also sports related. It's about not getting angry at your team. And you got to remember... It's a business, and it's a game, and sometimes the business overpowers the game. So this week, the Giants traded away Matt Duffy, their third baseman, to get a pitcher, a good pitcher. He's going to be number three in the rotation. He's gonna, He's got a lot of years on him left. It's great pickup for us, but we had to give away one of our best players. At least in my opinion, one of our best players. I mean, he's been on the DL a little bit this year. But he really shined for us last year. He came through in the 2004, 2014 postseason. Matt Duffy was a great guy. Loved by the fans. He even has an Instagram account for his fat cat. It's hilarious. He was just a great guy. And he was loved by everyone. And it's just real hard to see him go. But you have to remember, it's a business. Players are going to go where they're going to go. They're oftentimes not in control of what, they, of what happens to them. And you can't be mad at the team because there are other players down there that we can pull up for third base. We got we got infielders that are ready to come up, that we can train a little bit, that, we're, that are going to be fine. They're going to do just fine. They can replace Matt Duffy. And you just have to be okay with that. You have to be okay when people get traded or leave your team. Sometimes it's for the best. Like Pablo Sandoval left in 2015. Turned out that was the best decision for the Giants not to re-sign him because he got fat and now he's on the DL for the entire season. So... That worked out in our favor, but yeah, it sucks to see Matt Duffy go. Doesn't mean you can't still love him as a player, as a person, whatever. You don't have to root for his team, but you can root for him. There are so many players in the league constantly going around. I mean, I'm not mad that Tim Lincecum's comes with the Angels. I'm mad that he's not doing well down there, but because I, I want him to do well. He was a great... He was such a great asset for the Giants when we had him. He meant so much to the team. Two Cy Youngs on the team. You can't you can't be mad at him for, you know, being somewhere else. The Giants didn't want to re-sign him. That's fine. He he's had some problems, but you can't be mad at players going somewhere else. That's it's stupid to do that. There's no reason not to just follow people and enjoy them some of my best friends enjoy sports more because they don't really follow teams so much. They follow players and it just makes it, makes it better for them because they just like watching certain players. Like my dad, he loves watching players more than he does rooting for any team. I mean, he'll root for the teams that I love because I love him. I'm his son and he wants to, you know, have that bond with me, which is awesome. But when he watches it by himself, he's going to, he's going to watch whatever game he's going to root for whoever because he likes certain players on and off the field. And that's great. It makes sports way more enjoyable sometimes. And I've been learning to do that myself. So, Matt Duffy, best of luck to you in Tampa Bay. I know the Rays aren't great, but hopefully you'll do a lot for them. I know they're transitioning you back to shortstop, which is awesome. So, good for you. don't have to compete with Brandon Crawford anymore, which is, you never would have gotten that spot. So, <laughs> good luck. Matt Moore, welcome to the Giants. And Matt Moore, even, you know, he got traded over here. He even did a nice thing. He was like, my number's 55. That's Tim Lincecum's number. He's not on the Giants anymore. But I know how much that meant to the Giants and to their fans. So he's changed his number to 45. So when things happen, you got to let it play out. you got to give them shots. Just You can't get mad real quick. Things work out. Matt Duffy's got a ring with us. He'll always be a Giant to us. And who knows, he may be back in like a year. You never know what happens. We've gotten so many players back that we traded away. So you just got to let it go. Don't get mad at players. Don't get mad at teams. Just enjoy the sport. So let's get to the tip-off of this sports month, talking about LeBron James with Cody Moran. I
1: I thought you were going to have notes. Ah, dude, I thought I would. I don't even know what to refer to. It's all good, dude. We're going to wing it. Pop.
0: Yeah, see now if you take that off, now listen to how. How does this pop? Sounds like I'm spitting in your shit. Yeah. And that also helps from that not happening. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, hello, everybody. We have Cody Moran here today. What's What's up? What's going on? Tell him a
1: little bit about yourself. Uh, My name is Cody Moran. I am a huge sports fan, and I'm here to argue why... LeBron
0: James is the greatest basketball player of all time. And I think this is funny because this is the third time basketball has come up already on the podcast. And I'm not even that big of a basketball fan. It could just be like the time frame
1: right now. We just went through like the the championships and everything. So maybe baseball will pop up in a little bit. I know you're more into baseball. So Uh, maybe it, it pops up like during the World Series. I think with that super long season, people are like, "Dude, is baseball even a thing?" They're just waiting for that September, October blazer to really get into it. So, uh,
0: no, oh, I mean, I could talk it any day,
1: right? I think it's just hard to find the others that want to talk about it, but all in time. Like right now, it's going to be hard to come up with like football things, but soon football will be here, and you'll be like, "Dude, let me let me what? talk to you why what <laughs> coming to LA is the greatest thing of all time." So, yeah. but like, no one cares about talking about it right now.
0: Yeah, that's true. Just too much going on in the world of basketball for it. I mean, right. yeah,
1: because it, it all just happened. Dude. People are still fired up about everything, and all the off season and the draft and everything is still going down. So, like, people are still like they're they're relaxing on everything that happened. So they're still like, I still want to talk about why did Curry choke and <laughs> whatever they
0: want to talk about. Yeah, but mainly Durant. The funny thing is, yeah. I saw I saw um, I saw a post. ESPN put up a thing, and it was like what durant has to say in his first press conference now that he's on the warriors and the comment was just no one cares we're playing pokemon go now <laughs> that sadly that's true but, but he, I,
1: I would agree though to me as a you know, sports fan i still don't even care what he says i mean he can whatever i mean what apologize to okc and they still don't care so they burn his jersey but i don't know I don't all this sudden everyone thinks they he needs to do a through z he can do whatever he wants dude he can just he's prepared to go play some basketball and win some championships
0: yeah maybe become the new goat definitely not <laughs> no goat yeah all right well tell us tell us your affiliation with basketball and why it's here i'm assuming it's your favorite sport well this little uh it's probably my favorite sport i think playing just because it can
1: pop up anytime but yeah. watching i like the excitement of it i definitely it's so it's so nonstop until like the fouls or whatever but i mean you can go on like legitimate like five minute runs of pure sports like even football people are like dude it's so exciting i'm like dude that 40 second play clock like incomplete pass i'm chilling i'm watching a replay i'm getting a beer i'm whatever i'm doing but it's like it stopped time to go look somewhere else the only other sport that really compares with it is hockey but hockey's like just not my thing and i'm just not yeah. into, i just don't know enough about it to care i guess but basketball is like they can just go so crazy plus the fact that they're there's like i don't know Baseball players, like, they're so technical. Football players are so big and beasty. But, like, you're not going to walk into a place and you're just going to see 24, six, ten behemoth of individuals dunking like no one else you've ever seen. Like, they're literally the most athletic, apart from whatever technical skills in other sports, they're, like, the most athletic people ever. So it's so exciting because they're doing things that
0: you will literally never do in your entire life ever because they're insane. Yeah. No, I mean, everyone growing up, everyone's like, do you play basketball cuz I'm 6'4 oh, and it's just like, "Oh my god. <laughs> I honestly used to get that question asked to me once a week for about 5 years. Why don't you play basketball? You'd be so you're tall." It's like, "Dude, I just don't." You don't, don't understand play. when up. the older I get, the taller people around me get. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <It's>
0: <laughs> I, like, pe- I peaked early in my height. Yeah, exactly. So just cuz I'm tall early doesn't mean I'm just going to keep growing. Come on. But, and I do not have the handles. Of an actual point guard to be that height, so because I, I mean I've heard some nasty things said about you. You
1: know, I'm not going to repeat them, but you know, people I, people have watched you play basketball. And you are uh, I'm bad. You're uncoordinated. Would oh, be the God. polite way to say it. I would tell. I would be the first person to tell you
0: that. Oh man, it's it's I, rough.
1: The that goes with sometimes just. Uh, becoming
0: so tall so fast you just oh no center of gravity i'm just a, a I'm goob a, i'm a tall lanky white guy i'm not supposed to play basketball right. i should probably be into hockey <laughs> but i'm in the one half of la that doesn't care about hockey that, that's to me that's all
1: of southern california see that's another sport like we talked about before that would be someone who's like oh dude hockey's on it's like oh it's the playoffs okay i guess i'll watch it's yeah. kind it's almost like soccer with us as americans now it's like yeah we don't really want oh it's the world cup i love soccer blah blah like no one really cares until the very end so. well no one cares about the mls yeah which kind of sucks but they're getting better they used to be better. the worst ever but now they're slowly like at least people are coming over who have like retired from euro league and they're like oh, i'll go make a bunch of money over here but like we still have decent players where before it was like Remember when like Beckham came over? It was basically yeah. Beckham and Donovan. I couldn't name anyone else. Yeah. But now it's like dude, like Dempsey's legit. We got people that could play in Europe and they're like, nah, dude, I'm just gonna stick around in the MLS. A, to dominate, but also hopefully make our sport a little better. Yeah. But I feel like it's slowly growing. Like i ten years ago I wouldn't go to a soccer game, I wouldn't care. I'd rather I'd might as well go to a high school soccer game. I don't know. But now now I'd be like, Hey you wanna go? I'd be like, I'm down. I'll go watch Dempsey versus I don't know, some other guy that's good enough that I could name, I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe fifty years soccer will be good here. Yeah, I know. Oh, sad. So sad. Just gotta keep all those moths off the field. Oh my god, that was <laughs> gross. But yeah, so also you're a Clippers fan, so uh. you loving LeBron seems a little weird.
1: Yeah, you just lost all of your all of your listeners.
0: Yeah, that's uh maybe that's
1: another reason. <laughs> I'm why not a Clippers fan. I will I will be the first to admit that being a Clipper fan, I mean, I feel like it goes without anything else first you must declare that you're not a bandwagoner i didn't jump on the blake griffin days or the cp3 days or whatever i was i got my elton brand and my darius miles jerseys and i was just a little 10 year old squirt and then this is another thing every time i bring it up like i can't even finish this sentence before someone's like oh I'm bad, I'm. i would always i started in about 99 to 2000 when the lakers were they were on the roll dude they're ready to start just dominating and three p and all that stuff and i'm like hmm, i'm about to get into basketball I want a local team. And there were Lakers or Clippers. And I'm like, ah, that's not right, man. You can't be a bandwagoner. I don't want to be a bandwagoner. And then every time I say that, Laker fans are like, dude, you call me a bandwagoner? I'm not a bandwagoner. I just, I've always liked I was like, dude, dude, whoa, 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 Like, I didn't say that. I had no reason to follow basketball for anyone else. So when I jumped in, I would be a bandwagoner. It's okay if you liked them before. Or what They've been good forever. That's fine. You're not a bandwagoner. I didn't say, like, your dad probably likes them. That's fine. My dad doesn't like basketball. I didn't. There's no team in Pittsburgh, so he doesn't care. Like, I didn't watch basketball. So I was like, for me, at that time, I would have been a bandwagoner. Like, dude, they were at their peak, and they were dominating, and they were clearly the best team on the floor every night. I would have been a bandwagoner. So I went with the Clippers, and I was cool with the underdog story. Maybe if I read into their history, I probably won't have done it because they're so awful. But I'm I'm glad I'm here. I get hope every year, and then uh, demoralized every year as well. But I don't know. It's just a team. team I followed, it's... It's bittersweet that they're good now because now I'm just surrounded by a bunch of actual bandwagoners or sort of band. They still haven't accomplished much, but they're fun to watch and they've always been good. But I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard being a Clipper fan for sure. It's rough, but like I said, that no lie, that kind of leads into why I like LeBron so much is because ever since I was 10 years old until the Clippers basically got... Maybe Baron Davis for like a week, we were super cool, and then we were terrible again as always, and then told Blake Griffin, dude, 09, really 2010, 10 years later, I was getting so much crap from every Laker fan, and really everyone, but everyone's a Laker fan in SoCal, so everyone's like, oh, Clipper fan, blah, 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 this, that, I'm gonna remind you of our history of everything, I was like, dude, I don't care, I know we're bad, it's fine, but they were just so ruthless in tearing me down, and I'm like, dude, why are you such a jerk? But Because uh, they're so, Laker fans. Well, you know, maybe... And it's not everyone I can, not you know, generalize them all, but I got to say it was a strong majority. Every time I'm like, dude, why do you even want to talk about the club? I get it. They're bad. It's cool.
0: So... I used to be a Kings fan. Like, when yeah. I followed basketball back so in, like.
1: Stay uh, a Kings fan, man. Stay with the dumpsters. Stay with them. <laughs> no, that's the know? thing.
0: If I'm ever rooting for basketball, I'll root for the Kings. That will never go away, but I just don't have a reason to follow anymore. Because, like, I liked it, but then once I realized I was bad at it, yeah. I was like, I'll find a sport I'm good at and follow that right. professionally.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, especially now. Do you would be in the same boat? with the Warriors being the Warriors now, and you're like, oh, I'm a Kings fan. They'd be like, oh my, well, we're across the Bay, and we're way better. i am like, oh my, dude, just let me, let me enjoy my bad team. It's all good. So they would always talk so much smack. So then finally we got decent-ish, like we're okay, and we're fun to watch, and people started buying merchandise, like people were into it, like we're selling out games, and it's,
0: not to Laker fans, you know, it was, it was crazy. The so, first time I ever saw that guy that comes in the full suit that's like... Oh, clipper right. Daryl, baby. I got, I got
1: my picture. with. He's the most famous Clipper of all time. Maybe
0: he's the GOAT. What am I doing here? <laughs> LeBron? What? <laughs> the first time I went to a Laker game, it was Clippers-Lakers. As soon as we walked in, we walked in like a couple minutes after the game started. The first thing we see on the TV is Blake Griffin just jump over someone, and it was a clipper Probably home game, too. Probably. Yeah, but just jump over someone and dunk on them, and the first thing they cut to was Clipper Daryl just dancing and I was like, I think I'm gonna root for the Clippers oh, okay. today. But that's
1: another one, dude. That's the, he's the most OG fan of all time. He he was wearing that straight red and blue suit twenty years ago when the Clippers were more than dumpsters. They were ah, oh, dude. They, they should have kicked Crystal. it. They would have lost the the NCAA tournament. They were so bad. <laughs> Billy Crystal's in there too. He's not as He's not as well known in the Clipper land, and somehow he doesn't get that Jack Nicholson treatment. But dude, he's been a Clipper fan forever. Yeah. But there's no love for for Billy Crystal. Well, because you can't beat you can't beat Clipper Daryl's suit. Oh, dude,
0: he's, I mean, it's if, awesome. He has the same suit for Long Beach too. He's just the biggest baller ever, and it's awesome, dude. He's doing it right. That's fantastic. All right, so yeah, so that how the Clippers got you into LeBron James.
1: Well, yeah, that's the goes back to that that Laker hatred on me. So. Whenever they did, finally, we were okay. And we had a few seasons where we were even better than the Lakers, and now we're better. But you do not winning championships, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, I know I know the arguments. Um, but, yeah, dude, I've so I I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy because that's the only winning I get is when a Laker loses, I win. It's, you can't talk shit because you didn't beat me or whatever. So anytime I can get the Lakers to not be good, I'm super pumped. So when LeBron came around, instantly Laker fans, dude, he's all right. He's okay. Like, I don't know, like a C player. I don't know, he's all right. And basically they won't, then half of them still won't even admit it today. They'll just be like, he's not even that good, dude. Unless they join the Lakers. like, And then somehow they instantly become better. I don't even know. But watching him be so good, and basically the whole point is, LeBron's giving Kobe a run for his money. Because before LeBron, it was, oh is Kobe the next go? Oh, is he better than Jordan, around Jordan, whatever? And then LeBron came, and now it's it's usually those three in talks. You can look back in history and bust out the stats, and, well, you know, so-and-so was actually better, whatever. But it's always those three. And whether you know a lot about basketball or not, you tend to know those three names. So any chance that LeBron was able to do something great, I loved it because it's like anytime a Laker fan was just dumping on my team, I'd be like, shh. Yeah, well, LeBron's better than one. Other. So I enjoyed watching him play so well. If he went to Lakers, it would tear my heart out. But I would still be like, you know what? At least he didn't play with you for all 100 years that Kobe did. Whatever, dude. So I don't know. but He yeah. came there
0: to be the leader, not to
1: just... Yeah. You know. I mean, but I, I still... And people... I always spend so much time defending and arguing for LeBron. So I never get to say anything about Kobe. Because then it's like, that's just a bad argument. But here, with no one to argue with me, dude, I loved... Everything Kobe did, dude, I thought he was a great player. He's a leader. He's clutch. I get all the adjectives, everything that describes him. Dude, he's a beast. He's super, and he's a great scorer, and everyone has their own idea of why someone is better than someone else. They're like, oh, you're. this is what proves you to be effective, and everyone has a different chart on it, and to me, there's just a lot of overlooked stats and a lot of overlooked things where I'm like, dude, they're not... They're not on the same level. Like they're clearly better because A, B, and C, and maybe they're better in this one unimportant category, but no one cares. So I don't know. To me, the argument always starts with Kobe, LeBron, because they're in the same time frame, and right, that's, so that's go, a whole other spiel through, of
0: go through that argument,
1: dude. So I mean, to, to me, I'm a stats guy, dude. I love stats, and I'm just like, and it, it, I get it on the floor, dude, being clutch or whatever it is. There's there's some things you can't measure, and I'm all for that too. Not everything could be a stat. I mean. I don't know, Bruce Bowen and Raja Bell, all these guys who had really good defense, but that's like because they didn't get a steal or a block, it didn't really show up on his stat sheet. So it's like are they really that good? I think they are. So like there's still a lot of things that you still have to observe and just be like, damn, because of that, because of the first pass he made and then the guy made the pass the other guy, he got the assist, but really it was like that was a classic Steve Nash, dude. Steve Nash should he'd always miss out on assists because he got such a great pass Like, just such a great pass and someone else would really take the benefit of it. But, like, there's a lot of things that can't show up on a stat sheet, but a majority of things do. So, to me, looking at stats, like, especially this year, looking at the finals, to me, I just think it's insane And whether you guys want to give LeBron props or not for leading in every freaking category. Like, that's stupid to me. That was insane. how, How do you lead in... In points and assists, I mean, even those two, they got to go to two different people. But then to have the energy to go get more rebounds than anybody in the playoffs, like some Tristan when, Thompson and Bowie, like you got one job, dude. Your job <laughs> is to get rebounds, maybe block a little bit. Like you get rebounds, and LeBron got more than you while he was scoring ten times and all this, like he blew everyone out of the way. Then he got more steals, and it's like, dude, that's for like those are for the point guards most of the time. They're the ones who get it. Oh, he got more blocks. It's like those are for the centers. Like LeBron's job is to get all those points and open up guys, like. To lead in all of those is insane. To lead in two is
0: impressive. And just all of, it's just so nuts to me, especially with the team he had around him for the I mean, actually having Kyrie, actually having Kevin yeah. Love showed up. Well, this is by far, I mean,
1: apart from maybe the Wade and Bosch time when he had a really good squad around him. Dude, this was a complete squad. Tristan Thompson played out of his mind. Kevin yeah. Love played really well. This was like some the year of the
0: bench in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: dude. And then but you had to cuz the Warriors Warriors were more stacked. Their team was more efficient. But then in the playoffs, they I don't know, the starters just kinda they just didn't show up like they, they, they did all year. Yeah. But uh but yeah, looking at the stats, especially from the finals but or the playoffs of this year, but all together, I mean I look at I look at what you've accomplished so far and like where you are now. Like I look at the rankings and I think that's important. Like that's how I know that Abdul Jabbar was a great scorer because he leads in scoring. Like that's how I know. But the thing is, everyone looks at points and they will I don't know what day it'll change if it'll ever change, but everyone loves points and like people like Russell Westbrook, man, he scores so many points. I loved Baron Davis, man, the Clippers, I was so hyped and I didn't know what I know now. And looking back, dude, shooting percentage has to be the most under there's two there's two stats, shooting percentage and offensive rebounds. No one brings them up and if I could find someone that was great in both of those things, they would be effective that is my definition of effective that's why i like dj so much but i'm a clipper fan so of course i like dj but shooting percentage and offensive rebounds so russell westbrook kobe bryant all these people they have a not that good of field goal percentage and like looking at the numbers you think 45 is really close to 50 but it's not there's so many people that are in between these almost extremes the and thousands like, of shots you're going to take. Yeah, exactly. So it's easy to score when you're jacking them up all over the- Like, dude, if you're shooting 38 percent one night, but you score 35, you're not good. Like, you like you got to think, what is the difference between jacking up a three and missing, or just handing your opponent the ball? Because there is no difference. You, that is, I mean, it's not a steal. Everyone gets to miss. But those possessions are so valuable. Like, you're going to miss what maybe. Maybe three shots more a game. Maybe that's how it averages out, whatever the percentages are. Three shots. At, like, if you added three turnovers to your to your stat sheet and you averaged three more turnovers, so you had six instead of three, you'd be a dumb – you'd be so bad. Like, yeah. you would be like unbelievable. Michael Carter Williams is a guy who gets it all the time. And I'm like, you're not good because you turn it over all the time. And we're not even talking about your misses. But And then, again, that's where I go back to those offensive rebounds what's the difference between getting a steal and getting an offensive... You get a possession, you get a possession. And chances are, the offensive rebound's even better. So those that do it, I I got all the respect for them ever. But no one ever talks about it. Everyone loves watching points. And I'm like, our point is really... like well, I don't That's where all the flashy points. stuff happens. Exactly, that's yeah. That's where the guy's going between... His, Blake Griffin's dunking from the free throw line <laughs> for two points, dude. That's great. He made it. But then he dunks from even further outside even though he could have laid it up and he misses a dunk and i'm like wow that was really cool now we got a five on four you should have just handed him the ball and like taken a seat dude like that was (laughs) it was worthless like that's not effective again my definition so to me so i've looked at a bunch of stats and like even currently lebron is is leading or very close to kobe and mj in so many stats and Getting the points up there is great. Like to be able to be close to them in points is that's the sexy category. That's the one everyone cares about. But the fact that he's shooting at least on Jordan's level, they both shoot like fifty percent, a little over fifty, while Kobe shot like forty five. And I'm like, that's not a good thing. That's not. It's not effective. It's not very good. You're missing a lot of shots. And then, and again, I mean, people listen to this and like, I got ten things to say. I could argue with them. So they talk about like the teams that are around him. Lakers had. Some bad teams, but they also had great teams, and I, I'd i argue that LeBron had worse players around him in average for his career. He had no one to bad play with. That initial Cavs team. Oh, dude, that's why he left, and it was great. And I mean, that's I'm glad he left because the second he came back, look, oh my God, we got Kevin Love and Kyrie. I'm used to Booby Gibson and Varajao. That's <laughs> it's quite an upgrade. So that's probably why you won against a way better team. I don't even know who he lost to. What Dallas or something? When, the, when he was with the Cavs back in his early days? Oh, the Spurs.
0: That was the one where the guy the ref was betting. Oh, was it? Yeah, I do not even know. That. But uh, his regardless, first, His like, first finals was against the Spurs. The Spurs swept, and the ref was oh, betting. Yeah.
1: Whatever. But, I mean, that, I don't even know the if Spurs that The Spurs were going to win anyway. They were <laughs> going to crush, yeah. But to me, that Spurs team, I couldn't say that they're better than today's Warriors. The freaking Warriors just broke the record for the best team in the NBA. So, LeBron just did it, and he needed that better cast, man. So, I don't know. To me, we got Wade, Bosh, Kyrie, and even Love, if you can argue he's one of the better players. He's played pretty terrible, but I still think he's a good player to have around. And he then, shows and up what when he needs to. But then what kind of list do you have after that? You got J.R. Smith and O'Ga- Like You don't have a real nice list, but I mean, all, like I said, all the people are like, well, Kobe's only had like Gasol and Shaq. I'm like, only Shaq? Like, come on. All of the players LeBron's ever played with don't even equal to one Shaq, but Gasol, even our test, I liked a lot. But ha- Lakers hate him, but he won you a championship by himself. So stop being salty. But dude, they've had a even back in his day when it was Van Exel. Like even Van Exel was a great teammate to have. Or he's won a shit ton of championships, so he's been pretty good. So yeah, I, I remember don't know, but that the, the remember. supporting cast has been big, but that's why LeBron left, and I don't hate him for leaving. I'm glad he came back, and looks
0: like Cleveland's pretty freaking pumped that he came back too. So. I mean, my thing was, I mean, my two biggest thing about LeBron, he's a great player. There's no, there's no doubting that. I mean, his talent is unbelievable for a guy his size that thick. Just everything he does, you know, seems to work. But my biggest thing is, tends to be, like, his attitude on the court and just, like... So, I talked about this before. I didn't like the way he went to Miami doing the whole special it's like i understand but like at the same time just do what everyone else does kind of go pen a letter and just be like hey guys listen like it was so overdone it was it's definitely embarrassing and i i
1: have heard stories and again this could have been some bs that like his marketing team came up i heard this story that uh someone proposed it to him and said hey let's do this special where you announce what team you're deciding to go to and then all of the money that we raise is going to like boys and girls club So basically, and all I can think, and again, there's got to be a way out of this. Like, just you got you're paying people to help you out and make you not look like an a hole. So figure out how to do that. But I heard, I heard that was happening, and then imagine the stories that come out when they're like, LeBron James won't go and uh, just do a small TV special, and now the boys and girls clubs are out millions. And it's like, well, you're a bad guy if you do, you're a bad guy if you don't. But like I said, I won't defend them to my dying day on that. Way better way of doing that. At least let Cleveland
0: know, like. You, I mean, you like up, what like, destroyed did. souls, man. What like, der, I mean, doing it so in your mad. high school in yeah. oh, in Cleveland. Oh my, in your old high school, saying I mean, you're leaving. Like, aren't you like scared for your life? Like you like, should have crazy evil man. He should just on. had his bags packed and just walked off onto a jet <laughs> yeah. on the playground oh and just my. gone.
1: So crazy, but like, and then but and to his legacy i mean there's going to be documentaries and all these movies made about lebron and kobe and all the greats because that's how it goes space jam no exactly (laughs) the story of lebron james but uh but dude i mean the fact that he came back to cleveland is going to be awesome and it's it's just that plot twist he went to miami but i think on him dude he had that pressure of no one people still don't think he's a goat because of rings rings is always a rings you got to have more dude you're like Three and I don't even know the numbers because I still don't care. Three and eight or seven. I don't even, I don't know, dude. Think he hasn't won every time like, like, uh, three. Jordan and Kobe almost did or whatever. Yeah,
0: I believe he's three for seven now.
1: Something like that. So, I mean, not, dude, not a great thing, but then he did go six straight times, which is still impressive. But to me, it's not the rings, dude. I mean, I think, I think you are a better player. My, for sure, my favorite stat to bring up, I mean, besides like those field goal percentages and whatever, my favorite, like, story is I think of most valuable player and there's a lot of times like I don't know Steve Nash gets it Dirk Nowitzki gets like these people are getting them but I don't think if they left the team that their team would have been terrible they would have been like oh, like right now you Kevin Kevin Durant's MVP man that guy was awesome and or Steph Curry right now is the actual MVP Steph Curry leaves his team the number one team in the NBA he leaves it there is still no doubt in my mind whether they got Durant or not that they want to make the playoffs. They'd still be at worst, like a sixth seed. Maybe they'd still be awesome. Meanwhile, LeBron left that old Cavs team, and they were the best in the league. And him and a non-factor, Ziljunis Agowskis, went with them, and maybe like James Jones or something. And they went to Miami. And that number one team from that year was the worst team in the NBA. Like, If that's not the definition of the most valuable play, no one's going to leave the best and make them the worst. Kobe could have left the Lakers... If I don't even know if they ever had the number one record, but if they did, if he left, they wouldn't become the worst team. Because Pau Gasol and Ron Artest or whoever would be around, dude, Shaq could help carry that team to not be the worst. And, dude, there's just no supporting it. He was the most valuable. He was so valuable. Like, that's the definition of
0: being valuable to your team. Yeah. But, the more The more I've, like, read about it, especially with Kevin Durant going and everyone coming out about what they're saying, like... I mean, I never, I was never mad at him for leaving, but it makes even more sense when they're like, "Yo, I mean, what Gilbert Arenas just posted on his uh, Instagram, you know, saying there are GMs out there who make dumpster teams because they will know they know it will make money, yeah, and they just don't have to care about anything except for making money and just throwing one guy in the draft." The old like, Donald Sterling Clippers was thrown in there. Check exactly. out that Gilbert Arenas post. It was and that, good, and that's what he, that's what was happening in Cleveland to him. Yeah, and he was just like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Until
1: this changes, yeah. I don't want to come back. Owners then, is there to make money, not to win championships. And and honestly, I didn't know that until you showed it to me. I didn't read the Gilbert thing, but it makes sense too. He's like, you're either willing to make two million dollars a year or make like hundreds of millions. But if you make two, you're trying to win a championship, or you can just make hundreds of millions and. Whatever, you can go get Baron Davis, and people are going to get super hyped, and now I'm going to go out and buy my <laughs> Baron Davis jersey, and now I have it. and I'm like, man, what a not good player we had. Oh, we missed out on Kyrie because of it. Cool, that's awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, there's just some people out there strictly trying to make money, and it's like, it's kind of a bummer. That's fine. That's yeah, fine.
0: I mean, if that's the way you want to do it, that's totally fine. I just don't think rings should not come into the conversation uh, I mean, they, they can come into the conversation, but I don't think they weigh heavily on GOAT. I, I, I think it's definitely
1: part of it. Or, again, I mean, tell me tell me if you got some player who, I mean, it's kind of a LeBron James stat, but let's bring up some other guy who we think could be the next GOAT. Like, he's really going to, whatever, Ben Simmons turns out to be amazing. And he brings a once terrible 76ers team to the playoffs, to the championship, and he loses four times. Is he terrible because he can't win a ring? No, he's taking a dumpster squad and making them good. Like he's he's giving them hope and a chance. And I'm like dude, Anthony, you're Davis. Good. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, that there's an MVP right there. That guy leaves the team. They they lose the NCAA tournament too. Yeah, I that's mean, awful. The,
0: everyone's like Charlotte Hornets. Okay, and now you're the Pelicans out in New Orleans. Yeah. Like who cares? And now they they got Anthony Davis. What they do? They're kind of restructuring around him, and they're a playoff team every year. Yeah, now.
1: yeah, they're in the hunt, dude. They can always. They, there's a chance they're going to make it out there. But but yeah, dude, I definitely. I think that the rings are overrated because everyone likes to bring it up. But again, it's a perfect argument against LeBron James. Well, he's only got, what does he have now? Three.
0: I think he's, yeah, he's got three, but, uh, that's like saying Dan Marino isn't one of the best of all time, even though he doesn't have a ring. Exactly. And,
1: but then that's even who I think in that arena's post, he's like, so you're telling me like Barkley and Miller and Ewing, they're not part of the greats? Like, but, but then that's, it's like, well, you're talking about the goat. You're talking about the best of all time, the greatest. And it's like, dude, it's come on, man. Like is it that important i understand winning rings is awesome like it's the goal it's what you want to do but there's phenomenal players out there if michael jordan played every single game just like he did but somehow he ended up two and four guess what man he's still the freaking arguable go right now he's in the top three kobe bryant could have gone one in 11 it's like dang he took him to 12 appearances that's what a guy man that's amazing i can't believe he's able to do that like you really gave him hope it's a bummer they couldn't close it out but man what a team and it's like dude you're still admit you're doing all of the right things and i don't know and that's where you turn around and you're like well does that mean bill russell and robert ory are because those are like the go-to and obviously they're not like just because you have a ring doesn't make you the greatest fan. luke walton's got a couple adam morrison has a couple are you telling me they're better than miller and ewing like you got to find a balance in between this stuff. Birdman, yeah, Birdman. Oh <laughs> well, I mean, come on, he's like fourth in line for goats, so don't argue
0: on the Birdman. I'm sorry, but Brian's Calabrini.
1: has uh, got. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got some rings, dude. He's better than Miller, according to the ring equals goat factor. Yeah, you know what? Keeping
0: seats warm is real hard,
1: hey, dude. I, I think uh, I think Tim was telling us about, uh, dude. There was a. Uh, there was like some guy who was like talking smack to him. Like after he retired, he's like, Oh, Scott Bernie, you, you should never been in the NBA or whatever. And then he, or is Jared Dudley, whatever. It's some guy who's not very good in the NBA. And, uh, and he like hit him up on Twitter. He's like, Dude, if you want to play right now, like we'll play. Like I'll set it up. I'll meet you, and we'll play. And he just absolutely annihilates because you're a professional. And just destroys him. It's just like, oh, let's play to 11. 11-0. All right, let's play to 2-0. Two. Let's play to any number. Okay, zero. Like You're not going to score. Yeah, I've but seen
0: that. What it is, Brian Scalabrini, um, he became a commentator for, I think it's like whatever the Bay Area sp- or uh, Boston, New England area sports channel is out there. Like Comcast, Time or whatever it is. And he became a commentator over there. So they would have people come in and they would film the basketball games they would just be like all right this week on twitter this guy thought he could beat me oh, so we brought him in man. to play me and that, then there was, that'd be 11-0 actually you made a half court. we'll <laughs> call it 11-2 a great job man you really there really was tried. one kid though the one kid who's like hey i just want to see how good i am versus you like i don't think you suck because you're obviously a professional but he was like some 17 year old kid just in high school he's like yo i just think it'd be fun to play him and the kid actually put up like six seven points on him right? he was just dribbling like crazy
1: scott is like well i can't just demoralize you you actually put up some respect all right man let's make this a game or whatever yeah but, <laughs> yeah I, but again dude those those rings equals goat to me it's it's a, a very minor factor again i think the greatest fall time is is who who do you draft now mandy are you will chamberlain i mean if you had all of them in their prime or you had to build a team around them it's will chamberlain or abdul jabbar or magic johnson or and i i literally think that lebron makes everyone around him better kobe's a great shooter that doesn't make anyone better. Maybe, maybe in practice helps you work on your box out skills, go get the board or something. I don't, you're not helping people maybe with an assist. I don't know. You're not helping LeBron. Dude, his passes are phenomenal, man. I don't see people make those strong passes, those accurate passes and get those boards in the crucial time. It's everything to me. It just flows so well. And it just, it's why I think he's the goat. That's my definition i don't know everyone has it's been the argument that goes on forever and it'll who knows if it'll ever be decided the only only other thing that keeps popping up is the the time frame everyone talks about like well lebron and kobe are playing now it's such a soft league jordan used to get sliced in half going into the lane it's like to me that's another thing where chances are whoever's telling me that didn't grow up watching michael jordan play and i understand that we can all go back and watch the youtube clips but dude, pull up a YouTube clip of of Brian Scalabrini. Dude, show me the montage of the greatness that they've done. And of course, they're going to look phenomenal. But until I'm watching a game where Michael Jordan's going three for eighteen, and I'm like, man, that's not very good. But then I'm watching. All I get to do is watch the games where he goes sixteen for nineteen. Like, if you're only going to show me the greatest moments in your career, of course you look phenomenal. But if you don't grow up watching him, you don't know. And then all these all the other arguments are the people who did watch Matt or uh, Michael Jordan, and they're like. It's way different now. I can't even watch LeBron. It's like you don't. Now you're just seeing all the hate. Like you're looking for what you want to find. You're doing a research paper, and you're you're being the most biased opinion right now. You're just no, no, no. That's not right. So I didn't grow up watching Michael Jordan. I just look at the stats because the stats are going to be relatively equal no matter the style of play. I fully understand that it's changed, but the fact that you can evolve and Darwin it out and figure out how to change with them. Good job! You figured out how to beat it. So, so is Jordan leading LeBron in stats right now? Uh, in some categories, LeBron's already leading. Like I said, I always I always go with the two. I'd say the only other person would be maybe Magic Johnson would mm-hmm. be an argue for a go, but I think it's usually those three always come up. And dude, LeBron's got more boards. I think he's about the same assists as them. He's mid and shooting the same percentage. Uh, the points are getting there, but obviously Jordan and and Kobe have more. But LeBron's scoring fast. Every time he hits a landmark, it's like, oh, fastest to this number and youngest to this one and blah, blah, blah. And he just keeps, whatever, breaking them. But, again, I don't care about the points. It's The one I care about the least are the points. The other one, which blew my mind when I was looking at stats, were, uh LeBron James has a higher three-point percentage than both of those guys. And everyone's wow. like, dude, Kobe's such a good shooter. You know, but he always had to throw up the shots because his team sucked. I'm like, well, LeBron's teams have always been worse. And he has the same percentage with a like a, a solid amount of less attempts, but nothing. Like, I think he's already made and attempted more than Jordan, and he has a better percentage. And Kobe is not. It's not like it's a crazy Kobe's disproportionate. Probably took him down. <laughs> but even before, dude, even watching the games, like I said, dude, watching the Lakers lose was a win for me. So I watched a lot of that, and I watched Kobe shoot. Dude, he was a standard like low forties percentage. I am like, dude. you're – you're not helping your team you're not being effective but he he was a good shooter he he just made those insane shots like somehow lebron just hasn't made the one where like all five players are like hanging on his arm and somehow he just drained cuz kobe did that i'm like wow that is that's insane that's unbelievable but then lebron james i mean He's got he's got the other plays. He's got that block on Iguodala, dude. To me, that's yeah. more impressive than it. I remember. Like weird. I will never forget sitting on the couch and I'm like, wow, like it's been eighty nine, eighty nine forever. It, it like in my head, I was like, it's already ninety one, eighty nine. Like there's no one there, and some like some tiny point guard was like trying to defend. Him. I was like, it's clearly an easy layup. He's going in, and he literally comes out of nowhere. Like watching it, it, it still blows my mind every time. I'm like, dude, you covered so Hustle. much ground, dude. It was. It was insane. Everyone can hustle, but I was like, dude, you, you blocked him out of nowhere. Like, you literally came out of nowhere, dude. I was not expecting it. But they all have their, their signature plays and their moments and their amazing feats of athleticism and all this stuff. It's awesome. But okay. I, re- I really think that the efficiency, the efficiency, man, the efficiency, efficiency. LeBron is just crushed. He has.
0: Okay, so I want you to offend something about him to me then. I think when I watch, part of the reason I don't like watching him is his egregious flopping. It is, it looks like he went to an acting class for how to act like on stage, you know, like he's it, theater acting, he's prat falling practically out there and it's terrible. And honestly, you, I mean, yeah, you kind of see it every once you used to see it every once in a while, but I feel like it didn't really come into play until he got into the league and really started doing it. And that's one of the things. I mean, when he got hit by his own player and just throws himself 20 yards backwards to be like, oh, the other team hit me. It's like, seriously, dude? How can I respect that? Because you just do – I mean, when players – I mean, he essentially started people running into each other and them both falling just to – it started looking like soccer out there. Yeah.
1: So, well, to me, I, I will say that – I don't know. It's a, a sad, sad – generalization stereotype i feel like a lot of euro players are definitely or not even just euro i mean very did it and i was well, i agree but whatever whoever's doing it i hate it it makes me mad yeah. i'm glad they started finding them but let's be honest they really care it's pocket change but i hate it. and that's those are part of the refing and flopping are two things where i'm like man i can't stand back Dude, i used to watch all 82 games of multiple teams and i was all into it and now i'm like hey, man, just tell me after the All-Star break, like that's, that's when I'm going to really get it. Football season's over, basketball's kicking up. That's when I get into it now. I can't stand watching that kind of trash go on. But uh, to me, here, here's the only defense I have for it. I hate seeing it all around. But to me, it's basically like it is. It's like soccer now. One guy's doing it. Well, <laughs> I got to do it if I want to get the call. So my thing is looking at LeBron and his insane... Build. He's just bigger and stronger than most everyone out there. At least his size. Like, dude, he's just so beefy. Dude, he's insane. So every time I watch, and anytime I see people flop, I will say as a Clipper fan, and I don't watch any other team more. Blake Griffin flops so much. He he annoys me when I'm like, dude, stop doing that. But I see why he does it. a Shack. It all starts with the Hacka Shack. Hacka Shack hitting any center, big man, power forward, and those small forwards that are big like LeBron. I don't think I don't think people like Kobe, shooting guard, small forward, Durant, same kind of situation. They don't need to do it because they're those pure shooters. Somehow they keep getting calls because someone like breathes on their wrist before they're shot. And yeah. that pisses me off just as much. You getting the call is making me more mad than the flops. But whatever, that's how it's going. But uh, okay, so the flops I see as the big guys, they literally get less of the calls. Like it, there's got to be some video out there where they're like, Someone's trying to prove it. The only small guy I see not get calls, and there is a video, is Jeremy Lin. I don't know why they're hating on the Asian guy, but he he gets he gets shoved to the ground. They don't give him any calls. But the big guys. So if you got Curry on you for whatever mismatch, Curry's on you. Now he's hanging on your left arm while you go up for a right-handed layup. They're not going to call it because, come on, man, you're six foot ten, two seventy. This guy's only a buck eighty. Like just go over him. They don't get calls. So now you're turning into. Well, if the guy's going to touch me, I got to sell it. And show, Because when the guy touches me, yeah, it's not going to affect me a lot. And he's probably not going to move me because I'm a grown man. And you look like a 12-year-old out here on the court. Though they're not. I get it. But on the court, they look that way. And it's like, obviously, you're not going to move me very much. But you're altering my shot, dude. Your your elbow's in my stomach, dude. That's not how I usually shoot my layups. So now you got to show the ref that you're getting shot. And it's uh, like I said, I don't want to defend it because I wish it could all go away. They got it. Shaq's going up for a layup and you got some dude just piggybacking on him. And I'm like, dude, how is that not even a flagrant? Because if if LeBron does that to a small point guard, you're getting ejected maybe, at least a flagrant. But meanwhile, these guys are just like, let me hack them as hard as I can. And it's, yeah, it sucks that you're small. That's a bummer. But guess what, dude? Chances are you're faster and you're going to get that other BS call where your your hands are swooping around and you get the and one like easy shot. It's... I think it's bogus that the big guys never get a call, and that's that's why I think they're selling it harder and harder. It's annoying and it sucks. I am the biggest advocate for robotic refs. I wish it could just be a freaking game, and you don't have to be like your team is down twelve. Let me not call things anymore. It's like, dude, let a team blow them out by thirty. I don't care. I just want a fair game. And if yeah, if the the flopping could stop and. The flopping, I think, will stop if actual calls will get made. And I think there's a lot of missed calls on the big boys, dude.
0: Yeah, I get that. I mean, I understand, like, if there are missed calls... Yeah, I mean, you gotta sell it a little bit. I understand that. It's like you're going up, you know. I like, I understand like they're going up and they hit your arms, and you just kind of throw the ball up to show like, yo, we hit my arms. That's like, like the goal. Yeah, that's yeah. the everyone move now. Yeah, that's like the appropriate like, flop now. Like, yeah, the, like you're simple. not going to the ground. You're not whining like a little baby waiting for the ref to look, and then you're like, all right, now I'm good. Now I'm good. You know, because he saw me like fake a tear. Right, but it's the it's the after the play stuff. It's the you know. It's just
1: that the st- yelling at the refs, the crying, the facial expressions, and I get that. Literally, like plays said, will go just- in
0: his favor, and he will still yell at the ref that it wasn't harsh enough against the other team. It's right. like, are you serious, dude? Stop. You look like an idiot and a crybaby, and I can't respect that. I can respect your stats, but I can't, you know. And I have people like my my own brother was just like. Yo know, what he said about Toronto fans after the game and you know how much he like, just respects all the other stuff it's like okay cool off the court he may be a fantastic guy but on the court he's a douche
1: I I mean I could see like I said I can see where that comes in I don't think I don't think it's that intense. Like I said, I think I've I watched so many people do the same thing. I literally think Blake Griffin is the worst at all of these things. He cries when he gets the call, he cries when he doesn't, he cries after he does get it and he doesn't think it's but it's who knows what they're saying. They're like, man, that should have been a call ten minutes ago, man. What the F or whatever it is. But I mean again you're gonna see you're seeing a montage because anytime you turn on Sports Center and you see him do that, why no one else is gonna be on Sports Center. You're gonna turn on the channel and who are you gonna see. You're gonna see Kevin Durant Steph Curry, LeBron James, and like maybe a few other randoms who aren't even MVP caliber anymore, cuz it's only those 3 right now. So it's like you're going to keep seeing these guys all the time. So when LeBron does something good, you're going to see it. When he does something bad, you're going to see it. And same with Curry and Durant. They're they're in the spotlight. You're going to see everything they do. So when you see LeBron cry more than everyone else, it's because he's in the spotlight. I I don't think it's disproportionate. I I will say do with the basketball I watch, I think Griffin cries more. But again, that's biased because that's the guy I see the most, so I see him
0: cry all the time. Yeah, but yeah, I just think it became way more prevalent once he came in the league.
1: It, uh, to me, it's I think it's a size thing. I feel like it's happened for a long time, but yeah, we I don't know.
0: We got to go back and find out who started all this flopping. Who, I know, but I who mean, started like,
1: diving so. Hard? I
0: mean, you gotta listen. I mean, when you listen to Charles Barkley about it, he's just like, just push him back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah, why can't you do like obviously if they're not gonna call on you, be a little harder on him when you're boxing out. You know, you're going up for that shot, he's hitting you, hit him just as hard back. So it's just two things stopping. Right. Guess what? Your position isn't moving, you're still getting the same shot. See, but he's coming with your hand move your hand outside and get it like and like yeah you may be drawing the foul that way or whatever but it's not the like i'm a so, pump fake and then jump into you right. like he did multiple times in the finals but everyone more, does that more you can argue any, more, more than, than anyone town. else more You're than anyone town. else dude everyone i watched i watched pretty much every game of the finals he did it so much more. Like, I feel like you are
1: locked in. I feel like now
0: you just hate him. There, no, there no, like, is
1: no, no I, way that he did it more. He doesn't even take that many shots, so that's a. That's why he didn't do it more than dude, anyone else. Ever, like
0: almost every three, he was covered. He would try to jump into the person guarding him. I feel like
1: that's that's just as much as that foul call where they're like, "Oh, my arms are in the air." It's it's what everyone does, and again, it's something I hate, but it's something the NBA lets happen. I hate the hack a shack, hack a DJ, but they're letting it happen. I hate all of this stuff that they put on. But until they fix it, I mean dude, I hated watching Kobe do it, but then I like watching when LeBron does it. That is I mean, it's it's something that's available, so it's like, you know what? I mean, they're gonna freaking do it. Like just be I watch I watch uh back in my my Clipper when I had all the hope in the world when it was uh Sam Cassell was their point guard and they called him smart and they called him crafty. These are the crafty point guards. Chris Paul does it, dude. These guys are Not only do you would hate this, you got to see the plays where it's not even them going up for a a pump fake and then jumping into them and then probably getting an and one because that's just how good they are. These point guards are doing this thing all the time where they like, okay, someone makes a bucket or it's a quick rebound and they'll pass the ball to this point guard. Well, the guy that's got to guard them is like standing right behind us trying to catch up and go run up to him. And these guys will basically dribble in front of their run lane. Like, the guy's chasing him. They dribble in front and basically stop. And the guy mows him down because you're sprinting to get back on defense. That's a foul on them. And I'm like, dude, can you just run the break? Like, can you please play basketball? But they're like, no, nah, they're so crafty. They're so, wow, what a smart heads-up play. And I'm like, no. You're just kidding like, me like, I wanted to see a dunk, dude. I didn't want to see some free throws. <laughs> Come on. But that's, like, people are trying to find that way to, well, how can I How can I get an edge? How can I be a little bit better than so-and-so? I all of them are doing it, and it sucks. And hopefully, there's a way to to fix it. You're just giving me more reasons to pay less attention to basketball. Dude, the refs, the refs are one. Everything else I can deal with. The refs are one, but dude, that that high intensity, that speed, that's why I enjoy watching it so much, and that's why it's I can't break away. It's why everyone hates on baseball. It's so slow. It is slow, and there's <laughs> way too many games. But once it gets down to it, man, it's it's crazy. It's It's it doesn't make sense that they're able to do stuff like that. But to me, I find the things I like in each sport. I think football is exciting because you never know when someone's head is going to be in their <laughs> helmet 30 yards away from their body. I just feel like that could happen any play. Yeah, but they're just, built on big
0: plays. Yeah. Like crazy. You know, when you got got 100 yards to go, yeah. you can do some pretty crazy stuff.
1: So everyone has their, their reason for loving the sport. I would say one more, one more thing to uh, – unless there's whatever, more things. <laughs> but one thing to add right now is uh, – Everyone was hating on LeBron. Well, everyone here's two things. Everyone hated on LeBron when he left Cleveland, and now I feel like there's less hate over Durant, and it's blowing my mind because LeBron had a better reason to leave. I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but man, all the hatred because your team doesn't have LeBron, and you just want to hate him to hate him, and then Kevin Durant does it, and you don't hate him, so it's okay he does it. Whoever's listening, and you felt that way, you suck. Um, <laughs> and then, but the other one I was going to say, oh no, I lost it. The other one. Oh, LeBron stepping over Draymond Green. Oh. The one where he stepped over. And to me... That was so just was, was, was it need- Was it needed? No. But was it awesome? Yes, because you know in your heart if Kobe stepped over Draymond Green, dude, you'd be fired up. And dude, if... If LeBron stepped over Blake Griffin, I'd be all salty because that's how it works. But, and, and now I see it all the time, especially Allen Iverson. He's got, there's just like two killer documentaries about AI. And everyone who is a basketball fan, especially all you Laker fans, what up? They have this play where Allen Iverson crosses up Tyron Liu, who just won the championship, crosses <laughs> him up. Doesn't even really cross him. Tyronn Lue just fell after AI like, I've hit seen a three, the play, yeah. dude. But he just like falls. But dude, looks like you get crossed. You fall down, you got crossed up. This is how it goes. Gets crossed up. AI drains his three. And it was the heaviest, hardest. Just the guy had 50 pound boots on and stepped over him so hard. I saw that. And no one says anything. So here we are, all the people that are like, man, the league's so soft. And then LeBron tries to step over someone and still get back to a play. And you're the salty one. You got to decide what side of the fence you're on. Like, you got to go with that mindset of, Man, if it was if it was the guy I like, would I accept it? Man, if Draymond Green stepped over LeBron and then LeBron hit him in the nuts, shame on LeBron. And it's just whoever people like to defend at that moment in time. And I'd be like, Was it necessary? No. But are you trying to get in their head in a very pivotal time in your at the end of the season? Are you trying to
0: make it swing one way or the other? Yes. The biggest thing about the LeBron one though was Green got suspended for it and To me, it was like either do the same thing to both of them or do nothing to both of them. You can't give one... You can't give the guy who started it less... For the guy who just kind of like pushed him away, because I don't think because he didn't really do anything, except he, just like swipe he didn't, at him. He didn't mean to hit
1: him in the nuts, and I get. I think this one was less. Did he even tr- hit him in the? nuts? He nut? hit him, in, dude. He I thought he just, just like, like sh- straight in between legs, dude. Whatever. He's trying to hit him. I don't know in the ass. I don't know what he's trying to it do. It looks like he's just trying to say get off of me. Maybe I I haven't seen the play in a while, but dude, I mean, quick, dude. LeBron on that turn, he's like mad because he just hit me in the nuts, and that's how it goes. But dude. To me, I got I'd switch it the other way. I'd switch it if it was Green over LeBron and LeBron hit, quote it no, come on, it's not a hit, but swipes at him, dude. It could be Blake Griffin, it could be my Chris Paul. And it's like, no, dude, like so you get salty, you're in his head. You stepped over him, you just got in his head because now he's not throwing a punch, but he's trying to I mean he's going for you. It's like to me I'm at max, whatever, I guess it could be the same. Green still would have been suspended but he should have been suspended with OKC, so it doesn't even matter. He should have, he, They should have never even been in there. It's all baloney, but regardless of all of these things, back to the stats, even the rings, he has won. The story alone of going back to Cleveland is just too hot to handle. It's insane. I mean, I watched Believe Land, and it was like, dang, I'm almost happy they won, but I still wish, if the Clippers played, I would be like, just demoralize them once again. I don't care. But all of it, the stats, the the team he's had around, just how he makes people around him better. I haven't seen people make anyone better. Like I, I've i never – Steve Nash made people better, but he didn't put up the insane amount of points, blocks, steals, and rebounds that LeBron does. He just makes everyone so good. But to his benefit, he makes everyone so good. He makes Della Dova look good. Now he's getting 38 mil. Sorry, Milwaukee, you, you messed up. Good luck <laughs> to you, Deli. I hope you crush it and prove me wrong. But your free agency signings have been that is that's gnarly. That's a lot of money for a guy that's not super good for a bench player. Uh, You're a backup, dude, but he's a good back, he can get it done, whatever. But to me, he makes everyone better, and that elevates his game because once somehow you're busting out these 180 over the head missile passes to the corner three, and you're making Dante Jones look super good, you're like. Hey, I guess we got to put a man on Dante, and LeBron's like, and dope. All right, now it's one on one. I'm going to dunk on you. So everything he does still helps him out, but he makes everyone better. Kobe didn't make that many people better. He just he shot really well. He made clutch shots, and he made them look good. He doesn't he doesn't help. He doesn't help them out. LeBron helped everyone a lot. I think so.
0: For sure, he's the goat. I mean, he even made Ray Allen look like. Come from the Crypt Keeper to actual relevance. dude. something about Ray Allen. That guy could be like 70, and he's like, nah, I
1: still got it, dude. Just draining in buckets. He might go to the Warriors. That's going to be crazy. Best shooting team ever.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on today. No sweat. Thanks for having me, man. No problem. All right. See you guys next week. All right, guys. Thanks for listening this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Cody's a great guy. I love talking to him, love hanging out with him. He's always a fun conversation, and he also makes amazing mojitos. So, if you ever get a chance to meet him and you ever had a big party with him, he'll probably have a team water cooler full of mojitos, which are amazing. So, it's plug time. Follow the podcast on Twitter at btjmopod. Follow us on Facebook and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash btjmopod. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. All of that helps. And if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, I am at Flannelscomfy. Instagram, where I rarely post, is Flannel Shirts in Summer. So, since it's sports month, we were talking about LeBron James. He might be in Space Jam, too. I figured this week we can play a song from Space Jam. I'm sure some of you guys already might know what it is, but as soon as you hear it, I know you'll recognize it. So, enjoy it, guys. Thanks for listening, and see you next week. <laughs>
2: to the future.